Hello there everyone and welcome to Cottages Uncut, the first in a series of podcasts from Exmoor Character Cottages. In these podcasts we aim to look behind the scenes at what goes on to present four of the most wonderful holiday cottages in Exmoor National Park and talk to the people who make that possible. In this first episode I'm talking to Lucy Green about the work that she and her team are doing to prepare the cottages for reopening on the 12th of April and of course to look at her thoughts for the year ahead. We hope you enjoy this first podcast and look forward to welcoming you back soon. So I've called in to see Lucy today to see what's been going on over the last few weeks because uh, we're now what less than a month away from reopening? Uh, we've mainly been working on the gardens at Vicarage Road in Minehead. So Sandy, who's one of our housekeepers, and I are both uh, keen gardeners. And as the weather has been lovely most of the time, we've spent a lot of time working in the gardens. So we've been weeding, uh, we've been splitting up plants and moving them around, and we have done a little bit of plant shopping. Is a lady locally in Minehead who sells plants for charity and she is open at the moment because it's all outdoor and socially distanced. So Sandy and I occasionally create a space when we lift something or divide it or do a lot of weeding and we decide that we might have a little walk down the hill to Judith and see if we can find some nice plants. So that has cheered us up during lockdown. That's fantastic. I mean, I know absolutely nothing about gardening, as you know. You know, for me, it's all about sitting there, sitting in the garden, maybe having a cup of tea in a bun and, uh, I don't know, a dip in a hot tub, maybe. But the gardens look fantastic. They're almost, I don't know, you wouldn't have expected the sort of gardens that I've seen today whilst wandering around. How would you best describe the gardens up here? I mean, they're all cottage gardens. At the moment, we've got beautiful spring bulbs out. And that's one of the sad things about the lockdown is that we can't share those with people. So we have lovely tulips. We've got um, some fantastic hyacinths, which smell lovely as well. And they're all the colours of the rainbow um, and lots of daffodils all over the place. And also the lavender is out and it's doing really well. So we're being serenaded by bees most of the time. Um, And I know gardening's not your thing. Uh, Sandy and I and actually most of us who work here are pretty obsessive about it so there's a lot of deciding where we're going to put different plants what color we want to have in a particular bed how hot that bed might get during the summer because some of the gardens as you know in the old sweet shop it's positively Mediterranean out there in the summer it's very very hot so we have sedums and succulents that don't need a lot of water in there and then um, in Pilgrim Corner we've got a whole bed dedicated to oriental poppies They last about two weeks, but they look absolutely beautiful when they're out. And we have captured those on video so we can prove that they do flower. Um, But, you know, I think you either love gardening or you don't really get it. Um, And these gardens are, you can be in them even if you don't love gardening and appreciate the fact that you're in a lovely garden. But one of the best things is the wildlife. We've had um, croaking toads and frogs, buzzards overhead seagulls squabbling in the air it's been really lovely a lovely couple of weeks actually yeah i mean it it sounds amazing out there today i mean the bees uh, i mean when the sun was out earlier on it was absolutely incredible and you're right i mean for me it's all about relaxing you know a garden's all about relaxing i remember as a kid sitting there in a deck chair in the garden at home whilst mum and dad were frantically tending the beds and mowing the lawns and whatever so i know quite how much effort goes into it so for me it's all about that relaxation and there is this incredible quiet up here I was trying to record a piece 
on audio earlier on and there's no sound it's just nature and I I think that's the lovely thing about the hot tubs so we've designed the gardens a bit around the hot tubs so when you're in a tub there's something to look at Um, and in Pilgrim Corner there's a bird box which you can't see but the nesting birds actually fly by your ears when you're in the hot tubs if they're brave enough Um, and there's loads of little touches like that um, I mean, you, you know, when you were describing your parents, it, it's a little bit like me. I When I sit down with a cup of tea and I see a weed, I get up, start weeding. And then I remember that I made a cup of tea 45 minutes ago. Um, but it, these gardens are very relaxing and they are designed to be such. If you're not a keen gardener, you'd still appreciate the space, the quiet, just listening to the birds singing. And at, at this time in the afternoon, so what is it, about 10 to 3, we hear the sheep. On the hill and you can hear them bleating and barring and it's just a lovely sound and there's no cars going by you hear people walk by the occasional clip-clop of the girl on the horse but it really is you know oldie worldy up here isn't it and you, you feel like you you're lost in a magical cottage garden it's lovely yeah it is it, it is this part of mine head for me feels like it could be you know 1950s england you know yet is Yet the cottages that are here are so incredibly modern and, you know, they've got all mod cons. And I just think that gardens complement it beautifully. I was looking last night at some of the photos that you and Sandy had sent over and I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a daffodil and another type of flower. But my God, the colour. Uh, absolutely. The colour's amazing. Well, you had um, some primroses and primulas and they come in all different, quite psychedelic actually. Uh, and we sent you some daffodils. Um, I think there was some tulips and the lavender. Um, which is just, you know, we've got a tiny bit of that out and um, it's all just looking gorgeous, isn't it? You know, yeah. and you've got all the colours, even the plants that don't flower like the heucheras, you know, you've got so many different hues in there. It's just amazing. So um, I have to say, you know, I've been in an office quite a lot of lockdown and January, if you remember, really did rain every single day. Mm. I think it rained for 35 days in January here, didn't it? Mm. Um, so to get out, in the sun and fresh air it has been absolutely lovely you can actually hear sandy can you in the background with the wheelbarrow going up the stairs it never ends it's it is a you know it's, it's a lovely thing to be able to do and to be able to share them and people definitely appreciate the gardens and they look at them and they know how much work goes into them and i i think that's a lovely thing to be able to do to share a garden with people mm. I think people are very fortunate to stay here and, uh, you know, I guess I would say that, you know, I've known you for quite a while now and uh, seen the way that the the cottages have, have grown since that time, the gardens have come yeah. on and everything that we've done in the cottages. I bet you'd be looking forward to getting the guests back, won't I you, can't in wait. a little less than a month. April the 12th. And mm. they can't wait either. I the, bet. the ones who are coming on April the 12th are already asking me how early they can get here. Um <laughs> So, yeah, we can't wait to have people back. And it's going to look really amazing. So, yes, they missed the daffodils, but, you know, the tulips will be out in full swing and uh, it will be that bit warmer as well, which will be lovely. And the houses look stunning. So it's all going to be amazing. And I think being cooped up for a long time, by the time you get here, you know, the journey as well, once you get on the A39, that's my favourite road. I love that drive. Mm. You can see down the cliffs you can see the sea you can see whales forests you know I, I just love it and it's all bendy so you get to enjoy the drive as well 
if I'm on my own, I try not to look out too much. Yeah, it's a bit difficult, isn't it, on certain stretches of that? Yeah, road. the Quantox bit's gorgeous. Mm. So, um, yeah, I love coming through there. So I'm, I, and I imagine them all because I remember, um, and you were with me that day on the fourth of July, the day we opened after the uh -huh. first ever lockdown, and we were standing, weren't we, by the cottages? There was one of us in front of each, Steve, myself, and you, and it was the normal Vicarage Road, very, very quiet. It was a hot day. And we just heard the distant rumbling of the cars of the guests. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And they were coming up the hill and it was like a scene out of the Italian job. They arrived, stopped outside the cottages, ran in almost in like, you know, super fast speed and went out the back of the cottages. And you could just hear people going, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Look at this. And that was such a lovely feeling. And people were so happy to be mm. here. And I think it will feel like that in April, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, personally, it's been quite a tough lockdown. I think, um, you know, I'm fortunate to live just down the road in Dunster, where, of course, the Oval is. And, yeah. you know, I've been able to get out on the bike pretty much every day. But it feels that it's been quite a long time. Yeah. And I think most of us now are feeling that we need a break. So I can imagine those those lucky guests arriving on the 12th of April are going to be frantic. They're going to be yeah. chasing down the M5. I and... think, um, I have to say, you know, there's four sets of guests coming on April the 12th, one for each cottage, obviously. And I've had quite a lot of correspondence and even people who are coming two or three weeks away. And that's relatively unusual. And that's because, you know, um, one of the lady that and the family that are coming to the Oval, who've been coming for many years, they said, we're beyond excited. You know, we talk about it all the time. We can't wait to get to the Oval. And they know the house so well. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, they're thinking, oh, I wonder what it's going to look like in the garden and what Dunster's going to feel like. And and this, this lockdown has been the hardest. I think January felt it lasted forever for mm. me. And it's always a miserable month anyway. And then February went on. I'm sure that was a longer month as well. So it's been fab to be in the garden. And I often don't spend as much time in the gardens as I'd like, particularly, mm. you know, I've all, one of the things I wanted with holiday cottages was to have beautiful gardens with local planting. You know, we have a strawberry tree, for instance, which is unique to Exmoor and they're a protected species. And we've got several like that. Um, but last year with the cleaning protocol, I just didn't get out into the gardens much because the intensity of the cleaning schedule, the number of people we have working for us now, as you know, on a Friday, it is, it's ground force in here. It's, it's everyone, you know, working full tilt, very, very focused on what we're doing. And we just didn't have time really to look at our gardens. And also Karen, our gardener, who's retiring today, so last day, she's worked for me for nearly eight years. So she does know what she's doing. So she didn't need that supervision, whereas with COVID, we were back out cleaning everywhere and we still will be. I was going to say, you know, the cleaning situation is not going to change, is it? No. I mean, COVID's unfortunately very much still with us, despite, what is it now, 50% of the population, adult population having their jab. You don't envisage any changes in terms of cleaning protocols this no year. And, and we are going to keep our cleaning protocol exactly where it is and where it was last year and i think as a team of housekeepers we all feel very confident that that's the right thing to do so we could do things a, a lighter touch say maybe in the kitchen as you know at the moment every single thing in the kitchen gets washed between let's in a dishwasher or at 60 degrees with a sterilizing fluid um, we are going to carry on doing that. I know, and I'm sure not everyone else will be doing that in the industry, but I feel it's the right thing to do. And 
we commit to our guests that we do that you know we write a blog about it it's on our website i tell people when we're doing changeovers um so you know it is something that i think people want to know about and they want us to do okay so i think we've done the gardens and i know that you've got to get <laughs> back out there very soon because i can see that there's uh, still quite a lot to do and of course i need to be heading off on my bike because you know i can't do anything in the garden so what's your view as to the rest of the year because i know that we're pretty full in the summer so what's going to be happening autumn winter would you thought uh you're right we are very full in the summer so i don't think we have we may have a couple of uh short breaks available mm. but we're pretty much full on booked and i have a waiting list so i would think by the time we get to the end of september um we have some availability then so i'm hoping people will be coming for autumn which is you know as you know it's my favorite time on exmoor mm. it's quieter so all the tourists tend to have gone home there's loads of wildlife the colors are amazing the walks are incredible it's still mild during the day it's cold enough at night to light the fire so it's cozy um so we're, we're going to be focusing on autumn breaks and we've introduced some other things during the autumn so uh, workshops that you can do in the cottage we call them workshops we also call them makes bakes creates so it's fun things so it's uh learn how to make bread or make candles or make a christmas wreath uh, with an expert and uh, there's normally a bit of alcohol or a drink and a and a treat as well and whatever it is you make you either eat it or you keep it and you learn a skill that you can use forever so that's quite good fun and it's a good um wet weather activity if it is wet mm -hmm. Um, so it's called makes makes create hashtag yes. hashtag yeah makes, hashtag makes bakes create yeah. so that it's all of those and we've also got um, a private chef now so he will come into your cottage and make you a gourmet meal um, which you can discuss with him beforehand obviously and agree the menu so if you're doing a special celebration he would do that if you um, just want a lovely meal for your family and you you really want a treat and you feel like you know we we've had such a miserable lockdown and actually it he, he is a fantastic chef and it's not expensive it's the same price you pay for a decent restaurant in minehead uh and um you bring your own drink so you save quite a lot of money on the alcohol as well mm. uh, and it's all comes to your cottage um and at the start of when we open, so on April the 12th, he will actually be cooking meals as well. So a delivery service, because we don't think there's going to be much open. That's incredible. I mean, most of us, or I think all of us now will have missed a birthday in one or in lockdown and certainly throughout the pandemic. So God, I can imagine coming to stay at one of the cottages and having a birthday celebration made for you. I mean, Absolutely. Incredible. And you can watch him cooking it. You know, I mean, I think that's just wonderful. Um, the idea that you could say to Ben, well, how are you doing, what are you doing with the chicken or, you know, how do you, oh, that's an interesting way of cutting a tomato, you know, <laughs> um, that kind of thing, I think is really good fun. Um, and we're going to be using local produce as much as possible. So it will either be Exmoor or Somerset or Southwest. Um, and I think that's a really good uh, thing to offer people because a lot of the food that you're buying here, even if you're in a local restaurant, may have come from a supermarket. Yeah. Mm depends where you go yeah and I think that's we don't have a lot of chain restaurants and things in this part of the world so you know we're we're blessed with what should be good restaurants but you're absolutely right if Ben's offering food provenance and mm. fewer food miles then that feels to me that it's it's the right yeah. way to go and, um, I was reading a bit about Ben so he's 
his little business 13 it's ben and izzy they, yes. they seem interesting characters yeah they, uh... they are interesting and and the great thing is um whenever we suggest anything to them they're always up for it they they grasp all the opportunities they work hard they're very very creative they've got some fantastic ideas um and you know we have thrown a couple of crazies at them and you in particular uh, a guinness world record springs to mind um which you know they they are quite up for so I think that, you know, this is something that we'll be doing more of and we'll be doing it on social media. So um, people will be able to see what we're up to and what we're doing. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to the first episode of Cottages Uncut from Exmoor Character Cottages. We can't wait to bring you more information about makes, bakes and creates. And of course, you can follow us on social media for all the latest information. We're at Exmoor Character Cottages on Facebook, Instagram and Cottages Exmoor on Twitter. If you'd like to find out more about us, visit our website at www.exmoorcarrotcottages.co.uk or of course you can drop us an email at info at So with that, we look forward to catching up with you all soon and happy holidays!